0: Shh! We interrupt this program to give you a Geeks Crossing podcast, starring Eric, your geeky host! Hmm, how's it going, everyone? If you couldn't tell from the intro, we're talking about Courage the Carol Lee Dog, one of my absolute favorite shows growing up. It's funny. Whenever I mention this show, people either love it or hate it because of how downright creepy it is, but that's what gives the show extra charm in my opinion. Recently, I binge-watched most of the episodes and thought about starting another miniseries. This time, I'm going to review each episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog season by season, just like with my NNA retrospective series. Starting with Season 1, obviously. These episodes will be judged based on their stories, humor, and how they reflect the series as a whole. Keep in mind that this is all based on my opinion, so if you disagree on how I review these episodes, that's fine. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is The Courage to Cowardly Dog, Season 1, Retrospective. A Night at the Cat's Motel The Bag family spends the night at the Cat's Motel, where the owner, who's appropriately named cats, plans to feed him to his pet spiders. As you can probably tell, this episode marked the debut of Cats, arguably the best villain in the whole series, along with that extremely catchy theme he has and his iconic line, No dogs allowed. Some funny moments I can name off the top of my head involve Courage trying to break free from his leash, or when cat challenges him to a game of wall ball before he tries to kill him. And I don't mean that metaphorically, because after Courage lost, Katz tried choking to death and was about to shove a giant-ass spider down his throat! Holy shit! Thank God Muriel was there to save him, which I think is the main highlight for me personally. We always see Muriel as the damsel in distress, So to see her take out one of the spiders and knock out cats with a tennis racket was cool to see. My only complaint is that Eustace didn't do much aside from sleeping through all this shit. Other than that, this was a solid episode and a great way to start off the series. Cajun Granny Stew A Cajun fox kidnaps Muriel in order to make his world famous Granny Stew, prompting Courage to go after him. This episode was fine in my opinion. Not the best, but it had its moments. Like all the antics involving Courage and the fox as they kept fighting over Muriel while she's fast asleep including funny moments like Courage whacking the fox's foot with a giant sausage, or Courage getting run over by a steamroller. In a way, these antics kind of remind me of old-school Looney Tunes, which is kind of neat, but it does kind of take away from all of the creepy pasta shit that this show is known for. Another thing that drags this episode down for me is because Eustace wasn't seen or mentioned at all. Call me petty, but without him, this episode just felt empty. The only other funny moment I could think of was seeing Courage getting teased by a bunch of birds. Birds? I don't like birds. They always make fun of me. I mean, he's not wrong about that shit. Hmm. Either way, it's a fine episode. The Shadow of Courage. The shadow of a deceased Miser begins tormenting nowhere, eventually finding his way to the Baghouse. house. Now this episode was gold, believe it or not, all thanks to the shadow and his antics, which led to a bunch of funny moments, like Courage believing he kept seeing monsters or Muriel getting tortured. Or Eustace believing Courage was tormenting him, which led to Muriel constantly whacking the shit out of him, because she kept seeing him strangle him. And I love how Courage was able to stop this mayhem just by simply talking to the Shadow. It turns out, the Shadow doesn't want to be anything like his original persona, and just wants to be a star in Shopiz. Unfortunately, Courage doesn't know anything about showbiz, so the best they could do is make him the shadow of an actual star in the sky. Which I think is a nice resolution. Overall, it's a good episode. Dr. LaQuag, Amnesia Specialist. Muriel gets amnesia and forgets everything, including courage. She then gets help from a self-proclaimed amnesia specialist, who secretly plans to rob her fortunes. If the title wasn't obvious already, this episode introduced the Quack and his endless pursuit on swindling the Bag family. Some highlights include the Quack and his quote-unquote torture methods, in order to make Muriel tell him where the fortunes are. Or the cops taking forever to arrest the Quack. Even straight up axing courage through email. What do you want us to do about it? Hm. <laughs> Hell. Even when they do eventually show up to take Le quack behind bars, he somehow outsmarts them, which foreshadows his eventual return. Of course, Eustace being the asshole we know and love, try to take advantage of Muriel's condition which lets him get knocked out by Le quack and eventually developing amnesia as well. That's karma right there. Oh yeah, before I forget, this episode, and the one I mentioned before, introduced the computer in his constant sarcasm, along with Charlie, aka Mr. Mouse, respectively, easily one of the most underrated characters in the whole show. Don't at me. Overall, it's another good episode. Courage Meets Bigfoot. The title speaks for itself. Courage meets the elusive Bigfoot who's being hunted by Eustace. For a show that centers around the bizarre and supernatural shit, it was only a matter of time before they did an episode involving Bigfoot. It turns out, Bigfoot is only a scared and misunderstood creature despite his monstrous appearance, and all it took was a food fight and dance routine for him and Courage to be on good terms. Eustace, of course, doesn't care about any of that, and only wants his reward which just so happens to be $25. It's kinda dumb when you realize he's going through all this shit just for $25. But that's what makes it funny. But not as funny as the revelation that Bigfoot is the missing son of the lady Eustace slammed the door on earlier. It's so fucking weird but wholesome at the same time. And you can't deny how funny it was to see Eustace getting chased by the angry mob silhouettes at the end. Overall, a great episode. Hodhead. Eustace is given a hair growth formula that has a dangerous side effect if the user gets angry so Courage must protect Muriel from any outbursts. Now, this episode has Comedy Gold written all over it. Why? Because it's an entire episode of Eustace losing his temper, leading to explosive results, quite literally in this case. How can anyone not find this funny? Before that, I loved the beginning where Eustace had to go through all these different tests before getting the formula, which results in his disgusting but hilarious facial expressions, but none of that compares to the moments where he lost his temper. It turns out... The formula could give someone telepathic powers or some shit because anyone or anything can explode. As shown with D-Long after almost getting into a car accident, his first appearance by the way, the telephone when he couldn't fix Muriel's chair, the kitchen when he tried opening a can of dog food, and the icing on the cake, the entire house when he tried threading a needle. That shit kills me every time! Not to mention that brief, and I repeat, brief moment where uses calmed down after growing a string of hair, then resuming back to his anger state. This episode was hilarious, and one of my personal favorites. The Demon in the Mattress. Muriel buys a new mattress that contains a demon that instantly possessed her. Now Courage and Eustace must form an exorcism. If it wasn't obvious already, this episode is meant to be a parody of The Exorcist, one of the most iconic and scariest films of all time. Except they obviously tone it down a bit. Well, for Courage standards at least. (laughs) Either way, the humor in this episode was great. Some highlights include the demon scaring Courage with a tea set, or when the two engage in a thumb war, or when it was time to perform the exorcism, which involved reciting a weird and convoluted incantation, while also wearing a flowing garment. Bro, I fucking die of laughter every time I see Courage and Eustace wear Muriel's pajamas. As expected, Eustace failed big time, but Courage was able to pull it off rather easily. This results in Muriel gaining Sage, but Eustace gets possessed instead. Typical. Overall, another solid episode. Freaky Fred Oh god. It's time to talk about Freaky Fred. Muriel's nephew Fred comes to visit, and needless to say, he's got issues. Especially with his fixation on shaving hair, which is something that makes him very... naughty. Yeah, get ready to hear him say that word over and over again. Hmm. Speaking of which, I kinda like how most of the episode has Fred as the narrator, as he explains everything through his perspective, as well as his past memories of shaving the hairs off of different people and animals, and Courage was about to be his next victim while he and Fred were locked in the bathroom. Thankfully, he was able to contact the authorities, and they escorted Fred to a mental institute, but not before Courage had all of his fur shaved off. Sadly, Eustace didn't do much in this episode, but there was at least a funny gag where he went out to buy tools to unlock the door, but he keeps cutting back to him doing other things, like reading the paper in his truck, watching a movie, or hanging out on the beach. Honestly, I don't blame Eustace, because who would want to be in the same room as Freaky Fred? (laughs) Despite how creepy this episode was, it's certainly an unforgettable one. Night of the Weremole Muriel gets bit by a werewolf and becomes one herself, now Courage must find a cure. One thing I didn't realize until watching these episodes in chronological order, was that this episode introduced Dr. Vandaloo, one of the most funniest recurring characters in the whole show. All thanks to his constant calm demeanor and unprofessional medical skills. In this case, telling Muriel that the only way to fix her swollen hand was to keep soaking it, or believing her werewolf transformation was a bad case of the chicken pox but the real humor starts when Eustace thought the weremole Muriel was a mouse, and tried whacking her with his mallet. Dude, that montage of Eustace trying to whack Muriel in a literal game of whack-a-mole fucking kills me every time. Hell, even the computer suggested that Courage should use a mallet to solve this problem before eventually telling him the cure. In this case, swallowing a little hair sample of the mole that bit you, and Courage managed to get that sample while the weremole was too busy chewing on his rabbit suit. It still amazes me how the weremole didn't feel anything during that. But hey, at least he cures Muriel, unlike the Doctor. Hmm. Overall, a very funny episode. Mother's Day. Courage is forced to accompany Eustace while he visits his mom for Mother's Day. This was another one of my favorites, not just for this season, but the series as a whole. First off, this episode introduced Mob Bag, who is somehow still alive despite her son being an old man. Yet she's everything you expect her to be, a female version of Eustace except she adores Courage and hates her own son. In fact, she constantly refers to him as Stupid boy. This gives us a subtle indication that Eustace had trouble past, and why he keeps calling Courage a stupid dog. However, the humor is what kept me infested as Eustace tried so hard to get his mom to appreciate him, but she keeps carrying towards Courage instead. Whether it was trying to make Courage act like a bad dog, or take a picture of her, only which led to Ma either causing physical or emotional pain to her son. They soon decided to settle things with an arm wrestling match, which Ma totally would've won if Eustace hadn't gotten Courage to interfere. You know I'm not wrong about that shit. It's then revealed that Ma is actually bald, and feels ashamed of her appearance. But Eustace did what any son would do, and reconciled with her. This was honestly one of the most wholesome moments in the entire show. Because even though Eustace doesn't have the best relationship with his mom, deep down he does care about her. And this was definitely Ma bag at her best before they decided to make her a recurring villain in later episodes. Despite that, this was a great episode. The Duck Brothers Muriel and Eustace get mind controlled by alien ducks who are trying to break into a military compound provoking Courage to go after them. I feel like nobody talks about this episode anymore, which is a shame because I thought it was a good one. Some funny moments include the military guard letting the mind-controlled Muriel enter the compound without so much as a thought, or when Courage and the Ducks used Muriel and use to fight like they were rockin' sockin' robots. However, it turns out that the Dark Brothers weren't trying to do anything evil, they were just trying to save their brother from being cooked by the military's personal chef. I even loved how Courage questioned why didn't they ask someone for help instead of going through all this trouble. Not to mention two of the brothers constantly bickering throughout the episode and laying eggs. I know, they're supposed to be male ducks, but who gives a shit about that? They're alien ducks after all. So yeah, a good episode in my opinion. Shirley the Medium. Courage finds a box that used to belong to Eustace's dead brother, Horace, but they don't have the key to open it, believing there's a fortune in there. So they seek help from Shirley the Medium. This episode was another hilarious one in my opinion, but before we get to humor, we get a bit more context about Eustace, revealing that he once had an older brother, and even though we don't know much about him, it's heavily implied that he was the favorite son and became far more successful than his brother, which would explain why Eustace has a strong resentment towards him. And if the title didn't give it away, this episode introduced Shirley, another iconic supporting character. Despite her wicked behavior, she's still very wise, and I love how she always refers to Eustace as the stupid one. I mean, she's not wrong. That's where the humor kicks in because Shirley kept warning Eustace that the dead shouldn't be bothered by personal gains. Hell, even when they contacted Horace, he refused to tell his brother where the key was hidden, but Eustace kept ignoring them. Eventually Horace caved in and told Eustace that the key was hidden within the stitches of his hat this whole time. Makes you wonder how the fuck he didn't notice that to begin with. However, within the box were two demonic hands and they were wreaking havoc. This implies that Horace had some involvement with paranormal activity in his past, so it's likely that the box was the only thing he had at the time to contain the demon, and kept it hidden to protect his family. It's amazing how in-depth this episode could be the more I rewatch it. But thanks to Shirley, they were able to stop the demon, and Eustace gets trapped in the box after learning there was actually money in there. That scene fucking kills me every time. Overall, this was another great episode. King Ramses' Curse Oh my god. For those who don't know, this is my absolute favorite episode of the whole series, but I'll be more than happy to recap why I think that. Courage sticks up an ancient slat that used to belong to an old pharaoh but Yusis refuses to return it because it's worth a fortune. However, the ghost of that said Pharaoh comes to plague the Bag family until they return Slab. Fun fact, this was also the first episode of Courage I've seen, and it already became my favorite, because this episode represents the show perfectly, a bright and colorful cartoon chock full of scary and downright creepy visuals, and while the premise is very simple, it does an excellent job showcasing our main characters and how they act throughout the show. We have Courage who may act scared, but does whatever he can to protect his family, mainly Muriel. And speaking of Muriel, she's always kind and wants to see everyone do the right thing. And of course, Eustace, who's very self-centered and will show any genuine care about anything if money is involved. Not to mention King Ramses, aka the main villain of the episode, still remains as one of the most creepiest characters in the whole show. All thanks to his poorly CGI appearance, and the haunting voice he has. Return the slab, or suffer my curse. Not to mention the humor being fucking spot on in this episode, with so many great moments. Like in the beginning where the slab was first buried by a bunch of literal cat burglars. Or Eustace initially believing that the slab was garbage and that it belonged to the garbage dynasty. You can't make this shit up. The professor from the museum offering a free tote bag if they return the slab. And of course, the plagues, courage, and the others had to endure. Whether it was their house getting flooded, listening to the Pharaoh's creepy and obnoxious theme song, and getting surrounded by a swarm of locusts. All three of those moments made me laugh my ass off. Especially the end where Eustace kept glowing about how the plagues were over, only for him to get devoured by another swarm of locusts, then becoming part of the slab himself. That was dark as fuck, but still hilarious. I have no complaints, this was a perfect episode. The Clenching Foot A foot fungus takes over Eustace and forces courage to accompany the foot in a series of crimes. This episode has a lot of humor believe it or not, especially the beginning where Muriel tried using all sorts of painful remedies to get rid of the fungus, from using a cactus, live lobsters, or even melted junk, but nothing worked. Soon enough, the fungus mutated and became sentient, even having the Toes talk like they're Italian gangsters, which I thought was fucking hilarious. My favorite was definitely the Pinky Toe because he always repeats what the other Toes say, but is constantly shit on, not to mention all their failed attempts at committing crimes, whether it was robbing a bank or stopping a train. But thankfully Courage was able to stop the fungus before they attempt to knock over Florida, and all he had to do was lick them into submission with dog saliva. Except the episode ends with part of the fungus infecting his tongue, much to his annoyance. Other than that, it's a solid episode. The Hunchback of Nowhere. Courage befriends the deformed Hunchback Man, who tries to seek shelter, much to the annoyance of Eustace. If you guys seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame, you already know the story you're looking at. Even though the Hunchback Man looks hideous, he's actually a nice guy and the friendship he formed with Courage was pretty wholesome. I also love the scene where he and Eustace kept roasting the shit out of each other. Granted, all they did was call Eustace bald numerous times. But that was more than enough to get under his skin. The Hunchback is also one of the few characters to actually stand up against Eustace, even managing to scare the shit out of him with something uglier than the Hunchback himself. And that's Eustace's personality. Damn, the Hunchback wasn't messing around that time. It's a real shame he didn't appear in any other episode, because I would love to see where he ended up after leaving the Baghouse. house. Either way, I enjoyed this episode. The Gods Must Be Goosey. A Goose God falls in love with Muriel, and Courage tries to keep him away from her. At first glance, it may sound like your generic love episode, but there are some parts I enjoyed, especially the moments where the Goose God kept showering Muriel with multiple gifts. My favorite scene was definitely when the Goose God and Courage kept singing to Muriel, Goose God and Muriel, Goose God and Muriel, Goose God and Muriel forever! Thank you. Or, Eustace and Muriel, Eustace and Muriel, Eustace and… That interruption always gets me. (laughs) And speaking of Eustace, what exactly does he plan to do about an anthropomorphic goose with god-like powers flirting with his wife? Absolutely nothing. Because the whole episode, he only gave a shit about fixing his truck. However, that worked in Courage's favor because there was actually one thing the goose god found more beautiful. And that's the truck. Or more so, its horn. Still, that was fucking hilarious, and the goose god even went as far as to marry the truck towards the end. And I couldn't help but feel bad watching Eustace cry because this truck was one of the only few things he showed genuine love towards. This was another solid episode. Queen of the Black Puddle. An undersea queen that lives in a mysterious puddle, begins to seduce Eustace, and eventually kidnaps him. Now Courage must save him in order to make Muriel happy. I won't lie, this was kinda dark, and dare I say, edgy for a kid's show. But hey, if the Powerpuff Girls can get away with a character that's literally called Sedusa, then I'm sure we have nothing to worry about. However, The one thing that makes this episode stand out is how much Muriel loves Eustace. Yes, he's a complete asshole and she deserves so much better. But she genuinely loves her husband and Courage does the right thing to rescue him. Even though he clearly said, I know I'm not gonna like this. Hmm. As expected, the Queen was actually a siren, and if you know your Greek mythology, it's a creature that uses a seductive voice to attract men and eventually kill them. Luckily, Courage was able to save Eustace before he became another one of her victims. Actually, the Queen easily became one of the most diabolical villains in the whole series, despite only appearing in two episodes. We'll get to you know what later. Still, it's another solid episode. Everyone wants to direct. A quote unquote famous director named Benton Teratella wants to film his next major movie at the baghouse. Little did they realize he's actually a zombie and wants to resurrect his dead partner, a roll von on... Vulcan? Vulcan? Whatever, I tried. <laughs> this episode was definitely another creepy one, but it still works. Especially with Tarantella and his motive. And I couldn't help but laugh how Courage was able to trick him into burying themselves, when Muriel and Eustace believed this was all part of the movie, naturally. Either way, I don't have much to say about this episode. Probably because I'm more familiar with another certain episode where Tarantella was involved. I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. <laughs> the Snowman Cometh. While vacationing in the Arctic, don't ask why. Muriel and Eustace get kidnapped by a living snowman who wants to extract a gene from them. Or, to be more accurate, an anti-melting gene, so he can never melt. The snowman is without a doubt one of the most complicated villains in the show. Yeah, kidnapping people and corrupting their molecular structure is kinda fucked up. But he's only doing it because he's the last of his kind and doesn't want to melt like the rest of his friends. But thankfully Courage was able to save Muriel before the gene could get extracted from her. Though I can not say the same thing about Eustace who melted away until he was reduced to a puddle. That shit was pretty funny though. So yeah, I like this episode. The precious, wonderful, adorable, lovable duckling. Try saying that three times fast. Hmm. A newborn duckling hatches from an egg and believes useless to be his mama, even going as far as to torment anyone who goes near him, especially Courage and Muriel. I know some people were annoyed by this duck, but I actually found him hilarious. Especially the way he shouts, MAMA! or his constant attempts at getting rid of Muriel. And those attempts include sawing Muriel's chair, which included the scene of Courage speaking straight-up gibberish to Eustace. Honestly, that line was more clear than how I talked to girls back when I was a kid. (laughs) Or filling Muriel's bath with wet cement, or even trying to drop a freaking anvil on her. But things get even more out of hand when he strapped her to a rocket and tried sending her to the moon. However, the joke was on him when the duck's wing gets stuck on the hood, causing him and Eustace to get blasted off instead. But hey, at least the two of them can live together peacefully. Until the next episode. Overall, it's another good episode. Heads up beef. Courage and Eustace have dinner at a local burger restaurant, where Courage believes that the chef and his wife are cannibals. Every time I watch this episode, I always have a craving for burgers. And I'll admit, Jambon's burgers actually look tasty if they were real. Although, the way he explains his burgers and his constant metaphors did make them sound sus. Even to the point where Courage kept freaking out, eventually leaving Eustace. But in the end, everything was revealed to be a misunderstanding, as the guy Courage thought Jambon killed was still alive and he's actually a curator and plans to feature the meat sculptures John's wife made for his gallery. Also, if you're wondering what happened to Muriel throughout this episode, she's feeling under the weather and asks Eustace to bring her back scones from the bakery while he encouraged her out. But go figure, Eustace cared more about his stomach than his wife's well-being. So yeah, Eustace really didn't do much except eat a shitload of burgers, but I still enjoyed this episode to an extent. Club Cats: The Bag family gets shipwrecked on a deserted island during a cruise, but trouble strikes when Cats makes his grand return. Yes, the one and only cats is back. This time he owns an island and a club where he turns people into machines, then forces them to fight. As showing Muriel got turned into a washing machine, or Eustace turned into a wrecking ball. Thankfully Courage turned himself into a helicopter and stopped the fight before things got out of hand. Speaking of Eustace, he's easily the best part of the episode. Why? Because all this man cared about was not leaving his chair, and he took that shit seriously. Not only did he bring his chair with him on the cruise, but even when he was sent flying through a tidal wave, he STILL refused to leave that chair! That scene fucking kills me every time! Eventually, the chair was found by Cats, but was accidentally destroyed by Eustace to Wrecking Ball after Cats triggered him. Bro, seeing Eustace as a wrecking ball and trying to kill Cats at the end was comedy gold. A very hilarious episode overall. The Revenge of the Chicken from Outer Space For those who don't know, this episode is actually a sequel to the show's pilot, which was appropriately called, The Chicken from Outer Space. Basically, a chicken from outer space comes to nowhere so he can lay his eggs and turn everyone into mutant chickens. Thankfully, Courage was able to stop the chicken and turn him into a roasted chicken as a result. Now the chicken wants revenge and is looking for a new head. First off, can we please talk about how resilient this chicken is? Even when he's reduced to a roasted chicken, he's still walking like no one's business. Once again, his plan fails after Courage stops the machine that will rip off Muriel's head. But with sheer strength and a fucking plunger, the chicken was able to rip off uses head and claim it as his own. That scene always kills me because it made it hard to tell who was in control at that point. The Chicken who wants to kill Courage, or Eustace who was pissed off at Courage for waking him up. Either way, that shit was hilarious. And after a comedic chase scene, the Chicken, and by extension Eustace, met an unfortunate fate when a military rocket was sent off and destroyed his spaceship. This was a great episode and one of the best the season has to offer. Journey to the center of nowhere. A bunch of sentient eggplants rise from the ground and plan to eat Muriel as revenge for being cooked for years. Yeah, I'm serious. Definitely an interesting episode to say the least, but I did enjoy the part where Courage dressed up as an eggplant and was mistaken for the quote-unquote, great eggplant. He even made them do a bunch of stupid dances and tried starting immunity against the grocery store. Of course, Courage was found out before that plant could go into fruition, no pun intended. Thankfully, he was able to calm down the eggplants by digging up some water and spraying them using the water pump. Turns out, they were just dehydrated this whole time. Sadly, Eustace didn't do much in this episode other than constantly complaining about how much he hates eggplants, which caused him to get attacked. At least that moment was funny. Still, it's a decent episode overall. Little Muriel. A tornado shows up in the middle of nowhere and turns Muriel back into a child. Now Courage must find a way to reverse this. From what I remember, people didn't like this episode because of how annoying Kid Muriel was. Then again, what do you expect? Kids are supposed to be annoying. From constantly shouting, forcing Courage to make her the perfect mac and cheese, only when completely wasted, it, and running back and forth during a plane ride, which caused a lady and even the captain to jump out of the plane. Actually, the more I think about it, this might be the parachute lady's first appearance, though I could be wrong. Eventually, Courage was able to turn Muriel back to her sweet, elderly self by dumping her above the same tornado that passed him. Once again, Eustace didn't do much except constantly getting knocked out throughout the episode. Hands down, the best part was towards the end where Eustace woke up for the third time, and the scene kept switching between him shouting to Muriel about his dinner, and Courage riding the plane. Which led to him not only landing the plane, but crashing into Eustace too! That shit had me in tears! So yeah, I enjoyed this episode. The Grey Fusili. We've now reached the series finale. A puppeteer named The Great Fusili invites the Bag family to be part of his next show, only for him to turn them into actual puppets. I remember being somewhat creeped out by this episode when I was a kid, and it still kinda does. Don't get me wrong, it had some funny moments like the slapstick between Muriel and Eustace, or Courage tricking Fusili into becoming a puppet as well, but in the end, Muriel and Eustace don't return back to normal. Instead, Courage just plays with their dead bodies essentially as if it was their normal lives. Holy shit! Imagine if this was the final episode and there was no other seasons after this. That would have been a fucked up way to end this series. But still, a creepy and unique episode overall. And that's every episode from Season 1 of Courage the Cowardly Dog. What do I think? Definitely a great way to start off the series. Even by the first few episodes alone, you can tell what kind of show you're getting yourself into. In fact, some of these episodes still remain my top 10 favorite episode list because they're so iconic. God, that episode felt like a million years ago. Hmm. Other than a few things here and there. This was still a great season, and I look forward to reviewing the other seasons in the future. Until then, what do you think of Season 1 of Courage the Cowardly Dog? Tell us on our Discord server, or DM us on Instagram, at GeeksCrossing. Continue to list us on all available listing platforms, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. Check us out on Twitch at E-ManTheLegendary, Scriptwalk Games, or Carabyte. And tell your friends and family about us, especially any fans of Courage you know. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek souls.